It's time for another episode of Everything You Need to Know in Life You Can Learn from General Hospital, where we explore seven life lessons that you can learn from this iconic soap. I hope you'll join us. Hello, GH lovers, current, future, and those coming back after 30, 40 years. This is Caddy Carroll, and I'm so glad you joined us today. For everything you need to know in life, you can learn from General Hospital. And yes, you truly can. I truly believe watching General Hospital Arms equips you with the tools you need to handle life's challenges and various situations. Because we can watch how these fantastic characters get through their day and come out on top always. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend, and I hope you're having a great weekend and getting some time off, some rest and relaxation, and going to something over the weekend to honor veterans. So we will start out with our first life lesson. Who is Laura without the Cassidines? This is the question she was pondering on the way home with Curtis from saving the world from Victor's deadly virus and the infamous freeze machine, which returned. And only Laura knew the code from 40 years ago in order to stop the freeze machine. Yes, yes, yes. And um, she has been the heroine and it's made her so much stronger, of course, over the years. But now as Laura looks at the next chapter, will she be a little lost without the Cassidines to fight? Or will she rule the world? Taking her political career to the next level? Getting Lulu out of her coma? Yes. Come on, people. Laura Weber has just always been defined by running from, being kidnapped by, having her friends and family killed and threatened by these Cassidines. And she needs this new lease on life, for sure, to fully grow into her potential. And after the strength she has had to have over the years, she can conquer anything. Be a champion for the disenfranchised in her political platform. The sky is the limit for Laura and for us. We really, most of us, have no idea of what we're capable of. And much like Laura, um, we've been letting our Cassidine hold us back every day. Whatever it is we're battling, is it negative stories you make up in your mind that you can't do something or a parent told you you weren't smart enough or pretty enough or what have you? Like, oh, your brother's the smart one and that's just not your strength. Whatever it is, you know, don't be defined by that. Think about your Cassidine and what is defining your life that you're battling every day. And we need to, to defeat it and be done. We may not get to have what has been defining us blow up in a giant explosion, right? Like Laura did to get that sense of closure and finality. Like she's done now. She's done with the whole Cassidine era, but we can make that decision to be done with those Cassidines who are sabotaging us or who are peppering us with self-doubt. I you know, I think we all have those people in our lives and we have to build a thicker skin and we have to build a way to not let them hurt us. And if we really have something we believe in and goals, don't let anyone dissuade you. And really, when they're criticizing you or when they are saying, oh, how can you do that? Or why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Really, that's where they're at. That's their problem. That's their insecurity. You know what you need to do and what you want to do in life. And, you know, you need to go for that and not let folks get in your way. I really am so excited to see where Laura goes from here and 
excited for all of us to see where we go on shedding our cassadines and going to be in this world what we can be and see how we can change things. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Number two, never treat anyone the way Spencer treated Dex. So this is from a little while ago, but it's kind of been gnawing at me. I really hated that scene. Um, and if you don't remember, it was really, truly awful. I just, I really had to mention it because Spencer was chastising Dex for having a shot of liquor. I don't, I don't know what kind of liquor it was, but while he was, well, we know it was apple juice or something like that on General Hospital. So, <laughs> but he was supposed to be working as a bodyguard for Sonny. Uh, Spencer was chastising him and he then referred to him as an employee and he should be doing his job like the, you know, you are just the help. Oh, it was just ugliness, ugliness. And I am so glad Trina got to see the true Spencer because that was gross. And Dex, I am surprised at how you held your cool for sure. Even though I don't like what you're doing because I love Sunny Corinthos. No one wants to see you succeed at what you're doing, but that was not easy to hold your cool with Spencer. And Spencer, really, your judgmental snobbery sounds like a you problem, people. And this goes back to like people saying, oh, you can't do that. You can't do this. And Dex does not need to take on Spencer's insecurities. He can deal with that all on his own. <laughs> now, much has happened since this scene. And Spencer did have a hand in saving the world from the freeze machine and the deadly virus. And he did almost die in the explosion of the haunted star. We will see if this actually changed his elitist attitude. Folks like Spencer, who have been afforded much wealth and privilege just by the matter of their birth, should be grateful and go out of their way to help other people. I really believe that. They shouldn't be abusing people or using their position to put others down. We are all human beings, people. We're all human beings. Pieces of the same God or source, universe, whatever you know you want to call it in your religion or or no religion, but there's the source, I believe. And I call it God, but we all get to have a different take on everything. So the profession we do on this earth, this plane of existence, it does not make us better or worse, you know, than our fellow human beings. I know, I know there are many wealthy folks who act like Spencer, but there are many who don't. Hopefully the whole almost dying event for Spencer will change him and we will get to see it. Good Lord, people. And I hope Trina looks very carefully at her time with Spencer, his actions. She did more to save the world than he did. Just not sure he has changed enough. We will see. All right. Third life lesson this Memorial Day week. In the wise words of Sam McCall. Yeah, you don't hear that very often, do you? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Sam. I'm not being catty. <laughs> but in consideration of the ongoing Carly-Nina battle, she advised Nina, instead of being on the defensive all the time and fighting about who is more wrong, maybe just apologize and say, I need your help. Sometimes being right or more right just stops mattering, right? And being kind and healing is the most important. Nina then took Sam's advice, and it was quite an amazing moment, I thought, with her heartfelt apology. In fact, it left Carly speechless. <laughs> we all know that doesn't happen very often. What a moment, though, to see these two finding common ground to support Willow. We just all wish Nina hadn't turned them into the FCC, and that's Drew and Carly. 
but she hadn't turned them to the SEC. Oh, I'm afraid this moment of civility will be short-lived once the truth comes out. But hey, at least for now, there is a lull in the chaos. Do you have a situation in your life, though, that mirrors the animosity between Carly and Nina? Are you holding any anger towards someone or always judging their actions or judging them as more wrong, like Sam was speaking to? It is exhausting, right? And you know this. If you have lugged these feelings around for any matter of time, just exhausting. I did this with a close friend for years who I disagreed with politically, Ugh. and we would have these pointless unproductive arguments that left me feeling even more just exhausted and angry. Oh, so I was listening to my wonderful Kathy Heller, who I recommend to everyone. If you're looking to enrich your life, be more mindful, find your true calling tools to do that. And you know, the podcast is free, just tons of classes, but um, just start listening to her podcast. I just, I can't say enough. She was speaking about letting people be where they are and you need to go where you want to. Don't worry about them. This was a few months ago. It was something in the way she said it. And my brain finally like clicked and understood what she was saying. Like, oh my God, I don't need to worry about his political views. That is his prerogative. And I won't change that. I must keep moving forward with my goals and give up that anger because it's not serving me. It was just, it's kind of like, wow, it's just crazy the way I was, you know, holding that anger. And it was a weight. It was like a weight had been lifted and it gave me a whole new way to look at situations. So remember that wisdom from Kathy Heller and Sam McCall. Ah, if only Nita had been counseled by Sam before she called the SEC. Yes. <laughs> All right. Number four. Now, this is a little serious one, but, you know, General Hospital deal, deals with serious life issues as well as fun, glamorous issues. If you have a gambling challenge, get help. Gladys is starting to wreak havoc across Port Charles, pilfering Sasha's funds because she's her guardian from when Sasha had the breakdown and then Brando died, selling Brando's garage to Selena Wu at a cut rate, cover her debt. Selena Wu, of course, is one of the other major mobsters in town who currently is supposed to be working for Sunny, but we know she's trying to get the upper hand on him all the time. Oh, Gladys is Sunny's cousin, which makes her a great person to leverage for Selena Wu. Gladys's poor choices will not only impact Sasha's finances, but also could impact Sunny's sphere of power in New York and the eastern seaboard up and down the Hudson, right? Oh, Gladys, what the heck are you doing? A little gambling is fun. It can be fun, right? Go lose $20, $50, but it can quickly get out of hand if you have an addictive personality and it works like alcoholism or drug addiction on your brain. Gladys needs help before she spends Sasha's fortune. There are many resources to help. If you have a gambling addiction, www.ncpgambling.org, and I'll put this in the notes as well. And this is a national helpline 1-800-GAMBLER G-A-M-B-L-E-R <laughs> and the Mayo Clinic also has resources on their website as well and then there's smartrecovery.org it's another there's just so many resources out there now you have it through your health insurance the EAP your health insurance should have mental health coverage now get help 
And remember, casinos don't lose very often. There is a great article that actually my daughter wrote recently in the Boulder Weekly speaking about the new casino lending bill in Colorado and how you can now borrow money from the casinos. Oh, so they're like a bank, like a loan shark, right? Did Selena Wu help write this bill? Oh my God. But the title of the article is The House Never Loses. And this is especially true, Gladys, if the house is run by a mob family. So get help if you have a gambling addiction. And we hope we see Gladys come out okay. And shame on her for setting Cody up. The man is trying so hard to live a better life. And she, of course, set him up to look like he was stealing the very expensive bracelet or neck was it necklace or bracelet? Now I can't remember. A necklace or bracelet she was wearing the night of the nurse's ball. Um, addiction does make folks do crazy things. And I have a little update on that gambling bill. Governor Polis, he vetoed it. That's fantastic. Good job, Governor Polis. So the casinos will not get to be loan sharks in Colorado. And if you read the article, you find out more too about um, how it is in Las Vegas and how folks can actually lose everything and go to jail for not paying their gambling debts through the casino. So it's kind of some scary stuff there. Yeah. So we hope Gladys comes out better and finds a way out of this before she gets in deeper. Yeah. All right. Number five. Oh, in the wise words of Laura Weber Baldwin Spencer Collins and Curtis Ashford. <laughs> It's easier said than done. It certainly is, but we still have to try. She was speaking to Curtis when she said this, relating to his current situation of possibly finding out if Trina is his biological daughter and whether he can forgive Portia for hiding the possibility that she could be his. But I've spoken about this before, Curtis, you have to try it. Was Portia's right to tell you or not? And there was all these circumstances around that situation. And we've been through that where Curtis wasn't really committed to Portia and Portia, you know, was reconciling with Marcus. So I can totally understand why Portia made that decision. But Curtis, it's time to give her some grace, some forgiveness. And if Trina is yours, all the better. And you can have an amazing family. And you can have that anyway, even if she's not your biological daughter. But Laura's words... They really can be applied to any challenge we are facing. A goal stated is easier said than done, right? And we have to do the hard work to make that goal a reality. We have to try. We must keep trying every day. Just do something every day, right? If there is a relationship you need to mend, start taking those hard steps. If there is a goal you are trying to achieve, take a concrete action every day. We have the computers, right? We have the internet, people. We can do one thing a day, email someone, reach out to someone on Instagram or Facebook. If you need some inspiration to get going, turn on Rachel Platten's fight song. Ugh. It will get you out of any slump you are in, people. Get you going and know we can. We can achieve anything. Yes. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. <laughs> but seriously, turn that on and turn on her new album. I love it. Girls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It'll make you cry, mothers, but totally worth it. Love her new song. I was playing it today a ton. Oh, we can't achieve anything. It's always harder said than done, but we have to try, people. We have to try. All right. Number six, you can't control who your children love. 
And as we are getting ready to see with Portia and Trina and Spencer, when you fight against that, it will only make matters worse. Folks have to figure out on their own if they want to be with someone. Hopefully, Portia will take Ava's advice and leave it alone and let Trina figure out the Spencer situation on her own. Especially since Trina hasn't fully forgiven Portia yet, she's not going to listen. She's not going to be receptive to any urgings or advice from Portia. Especially in regards to Spencer, because as Trina sees it, he's been there for her through all this turmoil. Oh, Portia, don't do it. You will surely, surely drive Trina further away. And if you are facing a similar situation with a child or other loved one, try not to put your opinion where it is not wanted. And hopefully your loved one will arrive at the decision you hope, but you can't control where they are and what decisions they make. Ah, people, we have seen enough storylines on GH with folks trying to manipulate who others love to know how badly this meddling will end, haven't we? Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) All right, number seven already. Oh, my gosh. In the wise words of Holly Sutton, when you almost lose everything, it puts into perspective what it is important. She, of course, was speaking about her near-death experience in Greenland and almost losing Ethan and when she had to rescue him on the island and then now her enduring love for Robert. She's seeing how important that is and that she really loves Robert. Now, she wants to focus on getting Robert back and earn a real living, maybe a legal living, honest living. (laughs) We shall see, but truly, when you face a medical emergency or loss of a job, house, profession, you are reminded on this earthly plane, what we can control, what we can't, and what really matters. I love Susie Orman's tagline, people first, then money, then things. The declutter, minimalism movement is growing and hopefully we are all taking Holly and Susie's advice and reminding ourselves every day of what matters. I'm on a mission to declutter and have some more space to live. Now, most of those things are going probably to ARC or Goodwill, but they are usable. Someone else can have good use of them. And if you have clothing, jewelry, baskets, whatever, and they are in good shape, you can sell them on Declutter, Mercari, Poshmark. There's any number of thrift stores as well. Just Google. Just think about Holly traveling the world, saving her son, doing Victor's bidding unwillingly, but for a time, very few possessions to her name. She's really living free for sure now. No boxes and dresser drawers to truck around, right? Let's all live more free of things like Holly. Please don't turn to a criminal life like Holly is prone to. Yeah, (laughs) but select a few items or drop a bag at Goodwill this week. See how it makes you feel lighter. Just getting stuff out of your house. Just the stuff. Oh, or watch an episode of Hoarders. Oh, yeah, I, I struggle to get through those, but we all have to recognize we have that potential within us. So <laughs> things aren't important. People are. And having purpose and goals that you love. That is what is important. All right. Well, that's all for this week. Quick recap. Who is Laura without the Cassidines? We will get to see who she becomes and be done with your Cassidine. Go forward and stop letting your Cassidine get in your way of doing what you really want to do. Number two, never treat anyone the way Spencer treated Dex, calling him the help. Oh, that was ugly. Be kind and help others. 
Number three, in the wise words of Sam McCall, instead of being on the defensive all the time and fighting about who's more wrong, just apologize and say, I need your help. Yeah. Number four, if you have a gambling challenge, get help. There's tons of resources. I'll put them in the notes. And we hope Gladys gets help as well. Number five, in the wise words of Laura Weber Baldwin, Spencer Collins, it's easier said than done. And it certainly is, but we still have to try. <laughs> Number six, you can't control who your children love. Don't try to push that partner you don't like away. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah. And number seven, when you almost lose everything, it puts into perspective what is important. People first, then money, then things. All right. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, a great Sunday evening. Remember, reach out to us at C-A-T-T-E-E girls on Instagram. Let me know if you want to be on the show. It's Caddy Carroll signing off. We'll see you soon. And I encourage you to don't be catty and use your big mouth for good. Take care.